Welcome to this week's podcast of the series, Strength Training, by Miss Julie. We hope you will enjoy listening to this podcast, and please, look forward to next week's. We'll see you there. Thanks. So the question comes up, how can we believe in something we can't see, touch, feel, or sense? Or can we? Okay, might be that Miss Julie is just totally crazy. Possible, but doubtful. And here's why. Many of us who have actually given our lives over to Jesus experience him in a very real way. And this is not just Miss Julie telling you this. Like, I'm going to actually describe this in the Bible. <laughs> so we're going to take a look at this Bible verse. It's 1 Corinthians 1.9. And it said, God is faithful, reliable, trustworthy, and therefore ever true to his promise. And he can be dependent on. By him, you were called into companionship and participation with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Well, what in the world does that mean? If we are called into companionship and participation, that means we should be able to interact, right? I mean, how can somebody be in participation and companionship with no interaction? It's really not possible. And I kind of wanted to see, like, what is this Bible talking about? Like, what is participation and companionship? So you guys know me. I pulled out my faithful Webster's Dictionary. (laughs) Praise God for a dictionary. (laughs) So companionship actually says fellowship and association. Companion is one who keeps company with another, one with whom a person frequently associates. And the word participation says the state of sharing in common with others, the actor state of receiving or having part of something. So this does not sound to me as if Jesus is calling us to mere intellectual knowledge about him, but rather into a very real relationship. Well, what does this look like, Miss Julie? Well, I think we need to turn to scripture to fully understand. And so this is what I did. I looked up John 14 and it was verse 15 through 17. And I'm going to read this very quickly. If you really love me, you will keep my commands and I will ask the father and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, that he may remain with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, welcome or take to its heart, because it does not see him or know and recognize him, but you know and recognize him, for he lives with you constantly and will be in you. And so what this is referring to is the Holy Spirit. Luke eleven thirteen says, if you then, evil as you are, know how to give good gifts, gifts that are to their advantage to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue? to ask. So we can have something with us and in us that the world cannot know or understand, but we can when we enter into a relationship with Jesus. The comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby are all names that are used to describe the Holy Spirit. And God wants to give us the Holy Spirit. He's just waiting for us to ask. And this is the promise that Jesus gives us. I wanted to just take a look at these names for a minute. Can you think of times in our lives when we need someone to comfort us? Have there been times in your life when you really could have used a good counselor? (laughs) 
I can think of a million things that I need a helper for. And an intercessor is somebody who prays for us when we don't know what to do. This is when the Holy Spirit steps up and is like, hey, I know what to do. An advocate is one who is on our side, ready to go to bat for us whenever we need help, strengthener. I can definitely know of times in my life when I've needed strength to do something hard. Well, the Holy Spirit strengthens us to do hard things. And finally, standby. I really like the sound of him being a standby because this is somebody who's just present with us all the time, standing by, just waiting to pitch in whenever anything is needed. (laughs) So this is really kind of good. If we can truly understand, like Jesus wants to give us this Holy Spirit that will fulfill all of these roles for us in our life. It's amazing. I mean, this honestly sounds like something I not only want in my life, but I really could use and need. (laughs) So the great news is, is that we get to have all of these things that the Holy Spirit does for us. We get to have every single one of them. He wants to help us with everything we will ever come up against in our life. All we are asked to do is believe in Jesus and ask him to give us this Holy Spirit. But how, we may wonder. John 14, 26 has some answers for us. It says, but the comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and he will cause you to recall everything I have told you. So the Holy Spirit will begin teaching us and he will also remind us of everything Jesus has ever said to us. So what I'm beginning to glean from all of these studies is you know, we can read all about God. We can go through all of the scriptures with a fine tooth comb. But if we have not truly begun a real relationship with Jesus, we're left with intellectual knowledge only. We won't really be interacting in any kind of a real relationship with Jesus, you know, and I'm looking at this thinking Jesus died. He went through crazy things so that we could have a relationship with him. He didn't go through all of that just for us to have some head knowledge about him, you know? And if we don't enter into a real relationship, we won't be open to the Holy Spirit helping us either. So what we're beginning to see here is that we really do need a very real relationship with real interaction. Head knowledge alone is never going to hold us up under the pressure that we may face in this life, but the Holy Spirit absolutely will. And so this is amazing. I just wanted to dive into more scripture just to see what, Jesus, what else do you have to say to us here about this? And so Mark 13, 11 says, now when they take you to court and put you under arrest, do not be anxious beforehand about what you are to say, nor even meditate about it. That means do not even think about what to say, but say whatever is given to you in that hour and at that moment, for it is not you who will be speaking, but the Holy Spirit. So this sounds to me... 
like a very real relationship is just waiting to be had. The Holy Spirit wants to speak to us. He wants to give us answers. When we don't know what to say, He does. So how do we get into this relationship? Well, it's important to know and understand that the Spirit of God is not hired, just like in our last podcast, we talked about Jesus not being a hireling. And just to make it very clear, the Bible actually goes into serious scripture about the Holy Spirit cannot be bought. <laughs> and so I'm just going to read this to you real quick. It's Acts 8, 18 through 20. And it says, when Simon saw that the Holy Spirit was imparted through the laying ons of the apostles' hands, he brought money and offered it to them saying, grant me also this power and authority in order that anyone on whom I place my hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, destruction overtake your money and you because you imagined you could obtain the free gift of God with money. So the Lord really wants to make it very clear to us that the Holy Spirit does not come to us through any kind of crazy work we could do, and we cannot buy Him. It is only through relationship. So what we're beginning to really understand is we need to invite Jesus into our lives, and we need to ask Him for the Holy Spirit. This is something that we cannot earn. There's no other way to access him. Let's break this down for us so we can actually understand all of these scriptures in a way that us as teens can actually understand it. So, you know, let's take adoption for a minute. Thank God for adoption. Adoption is wonderful. It it saves a lot of children's lives in our world. And so I want to talk about a good adoption. Now, in a good adoption, the child that got adopted... They didn't have to buy their way into the family, right? They didn't have to do something to get adopted. All they really did was needed to be loved and they needed a set of parents. (laughs) So that's all that they need. They just had a need. That's all they did. They had a need. And so once these kids did get adopted into a good home, they were treated well. You know, they're loved, they're cared for, they're fed. They didn't need to do anything, you know, to earn love from these parents. They didn't they didn't have to do much of anything. <laughs> they just needed to be children that needed parents. That's really all it boils down to. It's the same thing. When we enter into a relationship with Jesus, he is the son of God, and when we enter into this relationship with him, the Father God adopts us as His very own children. And we are at that point given the Holy Spirit as a member of the family of God. We don't need to do anything but ask to be brought into this family. That's all we really need to do. We just need to recognize our need to be in a family (laughs) and have a really good dad. (laughs) And Jesus makes it happen for us. It's really simple. I mean, it doesn't really get much easier than this guy. And so it's awesome for us to know we don't need to perform, we don't need to work, we don't need to buy our way in. We just automatically are accepted as God's children the moment we ask Jesus to be in a relationship with us. In Galatians 4, 6 says, And because you really are his sons, God has sent the Holy Spirit of his son Jesus into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. 
So what we're beginning to see and understand is that this is all done by relationship. There's nothing else we need to do. There's nothing else we can do. This is a free gift of God. Once we enter that relationship with Jesus, he seals us as members of the family of God. And so all Jesus needs to know is that we want him. And all we need to know and understand is that he wants us to And he really wants to interact with us in a relationship. So just like the adoptive family, we're going to go back to our little example. These parents that adopted this child, they don't bring their kids in the house and never talk to them again or speak to them. You know, when they bring their children in, I'm sure there's a lot of communicating going on. (laughs) Like this is a brand new relationship. This is a brand new environment you're in. Of course, the parents are going to be talking to these children and helping them process like what's going on here, teaching them. Well, God is the same way with us. He doesn't bring us into the family and then just never speak to us. This is why there is so much scripture on the Holy Spirit. God wants to make it very, very clear that he gives us the Holy Spirit to counsel us, to tell us what we need to know when we need to know it, to help us. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us. The Holy Spirit wants to advocate for us, wants to counsel us. He wants to help us in every area of our life now. And He does everything a loving parent would ever do for their children. So I'm really hoping that you're beginning to see why a relationship is necessary and why head knowledge alone or intellectual knowledge will really never get us anywhere with God. (laughs) We can know all about him, but if we're not actually in a real relationship with him, we don't get the benefits of being in the family. We don't get the benefits of the Holy Spirit. You know, we haven't asked to be brought in yet, and that's all he's waiting for is for us to ask. And so what I want to do here is if you are ready, and if you really do want to embark on this amazing journey with Jesus, enter into a relationship with him and ask him for the Holy Spirit, please say this prayer in your heart. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your son, Jesus. We thank you so much for everything Jesus went through for us, and he died for us to have a relationship. And so I ask you right now, Jesus, to please enter my life, enter my heart. I want a very real relationship with you. And I ask you, Jesus, to please pour out your Holy Spirit on me. Thank you so much, Lord, for bringing me into your family. Father God, I thank you for adopting me as your child. And I cannot wait to start my new life in the family of God. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast of the series Strength Training by Miss Julie. If you want more from Miss Julie, be sure to check out ChristForKidsMinistries.org. Come back next week for the next podcast of this series. Once again, that's ChristForKidsMinistries.org. If you're local, be sure to visit the Wegmans in Canandaigua, New York. There, you will find books by Miss Julie. Thanks!